to the Rockman Show. It's time for Rockman to give his opinions, his views, and his thoughts on life and rock. So grab a beer, buckle in, and get ready to rock. Hey, oh, by the way, that was Neck Deep. That was Neck fucking deep. I love that band. They were really cool. Uh, they got a brand new record that just got released. And actually, I'm going to go see them uh, coming up this Monday. So that song was called Dumb Struck Dumb Fuck. I like that. I like that a lot. You know, I like that band. They're so good. I saw them. Fuck. Uh, twice last year. Yeah, and now I'm going to go see him in Dallas on Monday. So I'll give you a review after I see the show. I can't wait to check it out. But uh, sorry about last week. Uh, I had a lot going on, so I wasn't able to do a show. But here we are. Here we are. You just got me tonight. Uh, so I'm going to tell you about shit. What's going on in my life? How about that? And we'll talk some music. And we'll talk beer, like we always do. But, uh, yeah, uh, it happened. That's how I was starting to sing. Uh, just uh, the one that I've talked about a lot on the show. We're going to do a little love stuff here. <laughs> just a type of Valentine's Day. Well, I mean, it's close, but we're not quite there yet. So, um Anyway, pull out your violins. Me and the girl, the one, the one that I thought was the one was not is not the one. Yeah, play some violin music or something like that. I mean, if you want to, do just get it. Oh, don't start playing fucking that. Fuck, dude. It, it's a very heartwarming song, and I think it fits the moment. Oh God, Sister Christian over here. I mean, I like the song. I'm not going to complain about it. But yeah, uh, something happened. And, you know, it's weird. I don't know if anybody has done this in their life. Especially, you know, when you're going for round two. uh, Trying to find that person. Man, woman, whatever. Uh, But you find... I mean, coming out of a bad marriage. You know, I was looking for somebody that I could really just connect with. 
and have a great relationship and you know have everything you know you have the sex you got the good communication you got the talking and you know you have fun together and you're you're the yin to the yang and i had that with the one but we couldn't stay together you know you've listened um and then at the end of the year it looked like hey we're gonna try for number four but then something happened i'm not gonna go into it not all the way <laughs> um but yeah it's it's uh, it's officially over and i think what she did and what she told me was a closure i really needed to finally get over her because i had started other relationships when we were like broke up but i couldn't ever get past her is that weird i don't know um for me it was like always in the back of my mind when she calls back and says i'm ready i was ready so i could never just go and be with someone and there was a girl you know overseas and you know she would have been great but she got tired of waiting do i blame her no not at all i mean if i were her i'd say oh fuck you you know but once i got this closure here a few weeks ago actually it's been longer than that but uh we hadn't talked like this in a while um i finally got the closure i needed so i'm moving on ladies i'm i'm available in free mind and spirit and body if you know what i'm saying hey nice rim shot thanks john um but anyway uh just wanted to kind of get that off my chest a little bit I uh, have been sad, or I was sad, but I got out of it. And I'm talking to somebody right now, and she's, she's fucking awesome. Hadn't met her yet, though. That's the thing. You know, when you meet people on these dating apps, they can be fucking phenomenal sexters. A lot of them don't want to talk on the phone until they meet you. But this one I'm talking to now seems pretty fucking phenomenal. Really looking forward to it. I've been, been this giddy since... The one we just spoke about when we first met. So we'll see what happens. Um, I tell you what, before we go too much longer, let's play some more music. Um, the End Machine with George Lynch and uh, Jeff Pilson and Mick Brown have just released a new song called Silent Winter. So I'm looking to see that they're probably going to have a brand new record out on Frontiers. Of course, it's on Frontiers label. Let's check that out and uh, let's see what we think.
I was kind of bummed when I saw that Robert Mason wasn't in the band anymore. So I'm not sure if he was too busy with uh, the Warrant thing. Because I love Robert's vocals. Loved him when he was in Lynch Mob. Um, and just, I mean, when they did End Machine, it was like, all right, we kind of got Lynch Mob with Mason again. Such a great vocalist. But, you know, he's out. So he's, you know, he's busy with Warrant. And they've been touring a lot. They're on that big tour with Winger. Winger, Warren, I think Lita Ford and Steelheart. And unfortunately, I didn't go. And I, I, I will, I'll tell you what. I really wanted to go, but they, for, for one, they played a venue I don't like. Uh, it's just not real personal. I've bitched about it in the past. Uh, it's called Smart Financial here in Houston. Uh, the acoustics aren't great. There's not just a really good live vibe in there. I hear it's more of a arena for comedians. Which opens up the discussion. Why would an arena be better for a comedian than a, a band playing music? I don't know. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like the venue. And then, to top it off, the tickets were... There was not a ticket under 100 bucks. And I'm not talking about resale. I'm talking about tickets, buying tickets to the show. You're not getting it, you know, aftermarket. And I'm like, fuck, dudes. Maybe you could have pulled this off in the 80s or 90s, but in 2023, which is when this show played Houston, no. I mean, I love, I, I'm not a big Lead of Four fan. Still hard. I like them and I've seen them live. They're really good. Wigger and Warrant, both great live still. But a hundred bucks? No, I'm sorry. Uh, I've seen you both for like thirty bucks on the high end. So why am I going to pay that? So I actually didn't go. I know uh, Snake went, and he had good things to say about the tour. But you know, this this day and age with inflation and everything, you know, I draw my limits on what I'm going to pay for a ticket. I mean, there are exceptions to the rules. I kind of broke my. Cardinal rule and paid way too much for Rolling Stones tickets. Thank you, Lee. Guilt tripping me. <laughs> It'll be fun, though. I'm, I'm not bitching that hard. So back to the end machine real quick. Uh, again, the band is Jeff Pilsen, George Lynch, Dokken, you know, uh, Mick Brown. You know, he's been, I think he retired, but he, he came back to play on this. And uh, no Robert Mason, but they've got Girish. Uh, Prandhan from Girish and the Chronicles which I'm a fan of them
they're really, really a good band. And it was really cool that, you know, at least if Mason's not there, they got somebody that could really sing well as well. So uh, I'm really excited to hear the rest of this record. I really dug the uh, first single here that we just heard. Um, it looks like the record's going to be called The Quantum Phase, and it's going to come out in March. So anyway, I'm thirsty, Mr. G. production every time. I don't get it. Hey, John, you got my wipes up there? Yes, sir. I'm about to clean up. I need to have a cigarette or so. Alright, you do you. Just keep that light off, please. Yes, sir. He's become more obedient lately. I'm not sure why, but I'm not complaining. I mean, there for a while, this fucking guy didn't listen to nothing. I think it's because McCheese has been gone for a bit dealing with this whole Donald Trump Thing with the, uh, you know, him trying to get reelected and all that stuff. So, anyway, pour the beer and it looks fucking beautiful here. Let me say, let's see what we have here. So, we have the Baba Brew House. It's a local brewery. This one's called Gobble Gobble Goo. Uh, it's a hazy Indian pale ale. And actually, I got this, they usually put this out around um, Thanksgiving, as you would imagine. The, uh, the labels for these guys are great. Uh, everything's got uh, a sheep on it, basically. And this one's a sheep that is like a turkey. <laughs> it's got the whole thing with the the, the the feathers and everything, but the sheep just looks fucking confused. So I love this brewery. They do really good solid hazies. And uh, this one doesn't seem to disappoint. So label, I'll give it a four. I like their labels. The beer itself, fucking pineapple. Looks beautiful. A lot ahead there, lacing, soapy lacing, just sitting on that glass. So aroma, oh man, it smells great. Uh, I'm thinking it's going to be rich and creamy, a lot of citrus. So let me clink myself. Nice, nice. Oh, that is rich. It's got a little bit of sweetness to it too. Um, a little bit watery, more watery than I thought. Let me... Oh, it's good. It's really solid. Um, probably going to knock it down a half point because it's watery. I, I was hoping it was going to be a little bit more rich, more full. Uh, but, I mean, solid. I'm, I'm not banging on the beer. It's really solid, but this time, sorry, boys. We're going to have to knock you down half a point because I wanted something a little more rich and creamy. Um, so, anyway, let's play a song. How about a little bit of Fit for a King? Uh, they got i guess a new record coming soon they've released a couple new singles this one's called keeping secrets 
So, <laughs> a few weeks ago, I'm in line at the, the grocery store thing, and there's this chick. And I'm like, ah, she, she don't look so bad. Uh, but yeah, I'm starting to, I'm like looking her over. She's got the, the big fucking fake eyelashes. She's got the nails. I, and then, I don't get this. How does a girl with nails that are like three or four inches or six, hey, maybe six inches, how do they wipe their ass or their pussy? I don't get it. Dude, I think so. Uh, and dude, how aren't they? I mean, how are they not just butchering their pussy? <laughs> I would love to see that. I, I, I don't want to see a butchered pussy. You like bloody pussy? Oh, yeah. I just I only look for girls that are on their periods. You know what I'm saying? Why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying. Well, figure it out. <laughs> a bloody pussy forget about it. Oh, God, that calls from some typo. How about some bloody kisses? I would take bloody kisses over a bloody fucking pussy. About that little typo out of my ass not my bloody ass <laughs> i hope not i got hemorrhoids who doesn't uh <laughs> i got uh, they've all been uh, removed i'm sure they have sir i'm sure they have thank you for that so anyway um yeah this chick in a way i got on a tangent about these nails but yeah so she's buying groceries and i swear a whole fucking basket of groceries right and 
I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for her to pull out her credit card, and she pulls out I, the most godly amount of fucking ones I've seen in a long time. Like, she robbed a bank, and all they were like, oh, we only got ones in the vault, so take them, it's all right, don't worry about it. But it was kind of funny, I'm like, fuck, man. I swear to God, she she counted out like 87 ones to pay for the groceries. So, not making assumption, but I did. She had to be a stripper, right? I mean, who carries around that many ones? I don't know. I don't know. So, kind of weird, right? <laughs> so, anyway, uh, back to music. Uh, I did, I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. Because it's so fucking horrible. Um, and it's a band that I'm not... I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan. I When they first started, I really liked them. And then they got so overplayed... I'm like, I checked out after the first record. There may have been a couple songs that they did on the second record or whatever. They were like, okay, you know, whatever. But somehow they became this iconic band. And they, and they sell out arenas and all this. At, and they got back together a few years ago. Uh, but my give a fuck level was just very small. I, I don't give a fuck. I didn't go see them. I didn't care. I saw people like, oh, I got to go see them. They're iconic, blah, 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 blah. I was like... They had three records, if you count the double. So, talk about Guns N' Roses. So, they had Appetite. I guess they had the acoustic record thing. So, two records. And then Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. So, if you want to call it four tops from like 1980-something to 2023, which is 24 now, but we'll, we'll go 23. I think that's when they start doing shows again, or it could have been 22. I don't. Either way, I didn't care either Either way, I saw him back in the day. They opened up for the Cult, and I saw him open up for Alice Cooper. And after that, they exploded and were headlining. They had the whole shit show tour with Metallica. We all know this. So anyway, they uh, flirted like, "Hey, you know this is going so well. We're going to record new music." And I would say that a little part of me was kind of interested. Like, huh? You know, they've been back together. I hear they sounded good. I saw Guns N' Roses a few years back before the, uh, I guess for the original lineup, or not even original lineup, before Slash Duff and Axel got back together to do this so quote-unquote reunion tour. And Axel sounded like shit. He was really heavy, out of shape. But then I saw he cut his hair, he got in shape and all that. I was like, ah, maybe he can sing all right. I heard a lot of people say he sounded good. But... Again, I don't care anymore. I'm, I'm lost, and if they come on the radio, I turn it. It's just, they're not, not my band anymore. So anyway, they released this song a while back called The General. And I was like, you know what? I'll give that a, shit, a little bit of a listen. Uh, let's check it out now, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about it after a second.
So if you're with me, that sucked. It's horrible. I think that I, you know, coming off that successful tour, I in the reunion thing, I don't think a band like Guns N' Roses needs to put out new records, uh, and especially a song like The General that's god awful shit. Sounds horrible. Um, I don't. I know. I like some of the stuff that Slash does with Miles Kennedy. Never been a big Duff McKagan fan of the stuff he's done solo. No offense to him. Seems like a cool guy. I've heard him on the radio and all that. Just not a fan of his music. But man, I tell you what, what a disappointment. Not that I was expecting much, but it's even worse than I thought. I was like, oh man, why did you even put that out? They should have got that, got the studio, recorded that. It's like, you know what? Probably not a good idea to release this. Let's just go on, do our little thing with the tours, make a shit ton of money, and move on. But no, we got to put out music. They want that. The fans want it. We want new music, but we want good music. So, again, I'm not even sure. Who knows if the whole band got in a room and recorded something. Uh, it didn't sound like anything Slash had been doing. Again, I don't really listen to anything that Duff does, so I, I'm not really worried about what he's up to. Or any of them, to that matter. I guess, for the most part, for me, would probably be uh, Slash, because I, I really enjoy Miles Kennedy's vocals. Yeah, so Miles Kennedy and Slash are on the road, and I guess that's because of Creed getting back together, doing their reunion thing. I don't know how many people... Uh, care about Creed. They're kind of like, I don't know, people like kind of make fun of them and stuff, but they had a big following. They did have a little bit of, you know, they had some good tunes back in the day. Not a huge fan, but I did like some of their stuff. I just think it's kind of interesting. They're about to do this reunion tour, and Scott Stapp apparently is about to release a brand new record. So I'm not sure if he's going to like support that after Creed or be- try to do something before. I don't, I don't. Again, not following it that closely. But I think it's kind of interesting that he releases this record. And now you have this uh, Creed reunion. So I wonder if he goes on the Creed reunion. It's like, hey, now I can do... I got my name out in the spotlight again. And now I can, uh, you know, go tour and maybe make some money as a solo record. Or a solo artist. So I tell you, well, let's check out some new Scott Stapp. This one's called Dead Man's Trigger. Check it out.
say that Scott Stapp song was not that bad. I kind of dug it. Um, I tell you what, let's wrap this bitch up. Before I do, I want to go over one more story that I read. I was like, it's fucking crazy. So, uh, I don't know if you've read this in the news. You Van Halen fans, apparently David Lee Roth is like uh, banging on Wolfgang Van Halen. And, uh, you know, if what Roth is saying, I'm on his side. Because it's fucking ridiculous is what was going on here. So, apparently, on the last tour of Van Halen, uh, Wolfie copped an attitude because Dave wasn't giving him enough attention on stage. So, my question to you people, and this is me because I went and saw him twice. I saw him when they first reunited with Dave and I saw the final tour. Uh, the last person on that stage I was looking at was Wolfgang Van Halen. I didn't give a shit. I wanted Michael Anthony there. I mean, the kid did fine, whatever. Um, but, is this guy's ego so big that he thinks that the crowd's there to see him and not his dad or Dave or Alex... He's delusional. So fucking delusional. So apparently, Dave was banging on him, basically saying, hey, man, he had friends of mine, you know, kicked out of the show, and they were actually representatives of the people that represented him financially and stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, I'm not a big, I'm not a fan of this mammoth either. It's just not good. Um... I don't know how he scored the Metallica tour. I think it was just maybe, uh, well, he's got the Van Halen name. Let's put him on there. Let's give the kid a break. You know, good for him. And that's another thing I might discuss on the next show uh, is all these kids are, like, popping up from the famous dads and stuff like that. It's there's I'm seeing more and more of it. Like, I saw something, a story on John Bonham's grandson is now got a band. I don't need this. I don't care. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I've always been a big Van Halen fan, as you know. Um, I always wish they could have done more, one more tour. But unfortunately, um, Eddie got sick, and we all know how that goes. So, All right, let's play some new David Lee Roth. He released a song here not too long ago. This one's called Wash and Fold. I haven't heard it. So let's check it out. I hear freedom drumming in scene. 
Okay, I abruptly stopped that because it was so fucking bad, and then I played it a really good David Lee Roth song after that. So, hey, I can only take so much. I and I figured if you listen like me, you got ears like me, you probably didn't like it either. So anyway, thank you for listening every week, everyone. Thank you for all the kind words when you listen to my show. And before I let you go, I want to give you one big hose. Forever 